Hey, Carl, ask me, ask me how my, uh, how my week has been. I did that. You, you said you got nothing. Boat. No, no. This time I, I, I thought of something different to say. <laughs> okay. How's your week been? I got nothing, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's my day. Thank you for calling the Suicide Hotline. To go f*** yourself, press 1. To blow me, press 2. To wait on the line for 50 minutes before someone who gives a shit tells you to go f*** yourself, press 3. To listen to some music on hold while you contemplate the future of your life, press 4. To end it all right now, press 5. Uh-oh, now it looks like you're going to have to listen to Mondays. Here's Carl Franklin. Hey, that's right, we're back for show number 70. Woo-hoo! How long has it been? It's been a long time, let me tell you. Boy. Man. I miss you. I have to say that I once thought that 69s were overrated, but not anymore. That was an awesome that show we did. was the freaking best show ever. <laughs> show 69 was the Jesus best show Christ. we ever did. Campbell, that Astroglide nightlight combination you had was the best toy ever. <laughs> well, I saved it just for you, sweetheart. Astroglide dispenser nightlight, what more do I need? And you should have seen Karen completely take off all her clothes and get down on the in the in the booth, man. That was unbelievable. <laughs> well, you know the toy is good when the girl is naked. <laughs> I was just glad I brought my antibacterial spray for sitting across from Karen. Even though I was separated by plexiglass, I still felt I needed to clean my side. Oh, Miller, you're dumber than me. I have to say it totally topped it. Thank you. With the nipple clamps and the turnips. It was definitely the nipple clamps that did I know it, it for had, me. Yeah, I know it had poop, but still, funniest, dumber than me ever. Thank you, uh, Karen. You know, when you have nipple clamps and poop in the same story... <laughs> Turnips. Guaranteed winner. Oh, yeah. Well, the turnips helped. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's look forward, okay? The listeners can listen for themselves. We're not resting on our laurels. So, Karen, what's been happening in your world? Um. Well, you mean besides death, fire, and overall tragedy? Oh. Well, I decided harsh. that... <laughs> I decided. Well, no, no, we were asking for something new. That's all old, isn't I it? I know. Oh, I have something new because you know what? Sorry. New fire, new tragedy? No, well, sort of. I decided my whole year needed a little bit of a chaser, right? I needed to <laughs> just top the whole thing off with something, something. So um, I got Lyme disease, which was awesome. fun. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, mono wasn't enough for me. I'm like, what can really fucking kick my ass? <laughs> I think you need a better autoimmune disease. You know what? I want to, like, jab, cross, right to the jaw. Give me fucking Lyme disease. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it the f- on because that's Karen, what I need. Isn't that a, I'm quite, I'm sorry to interrupt, but isn't that a disease that only rocks can get? Um, no. If you live here near Lyme, Connecticut, you get Lyme f***ing disease. And nobody told me that before I moved here from Boston, you <laughs> bastards. But 
Apparently, you can get Lyme disease in Boston now too. It's, whatever, whatever. You know, it's, it's, I don't believe it till I see it. Well, all I know is I'm being generous to, with our diseases. <laughs> I moved to Connecticut. A tick bites my ass, and it was actually on my ass. Why? Nice. So, Why were you naked with your ass in a field? But let me tell you this: Troy's boss, Troy's boss, got Lyme disease the same time I did. Wow! And, and my bite was on my ass. Raised a few questions. Where was his bike? Raised a few questions around the <laughs> office, but whatever. But, so it was terrible. But I go into the to the thing, and the, and I have to like get checked out, whatever. So I know you guys don't know this whole scene, but I like go to get in the stirrups because he li- literally has to like check out my ass. Oh, that kind of checking. Oh out. yeah, I'm at the doctor's. And, okay. <laughs> and now, like, how, now how did you know you were sick for starters? Oh, because. Campbell, let me tell you, it, it knocks you out. kicks your ass. It's like flu squared. You go, yeah, you go, you get to go to bed, and you're like, "Oh, stop hurting me!" <laughs> like I'm like, "Did you fucking beat me up last night?" Troy's like, "Oh no, I promise I didn't." But it feels like somebody <laughs> just pounded on you. I mean, it really, literally feels like you have been run over by something very heavy, and and you 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 can't like actually function. And I had a big red circle on my ass, so. <laughs> I totally know this feeling, Karen. I've woken up in a field several times, not not remembering the past day, feeling like someone pounded on my ass. And then a big round circle right there on your ass. I have Uh, no idea what the hell happened. I've been there, Miller. I feel your pain. So I finally, I go to the doctor and I go to get into the stirrups. With my like freshly pedicured feet, because- and the music goes. Dum, 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 <laughs> now, Karen, <laughs> Karen, they have a special set of sir. Just so I'm envisioning this correctly, they have a special set of stirrups that get your ass to perk up into the air, right? Well, <laughs> all stirrups get your ass to perk up into the air, Miller. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's sort of like a little vajayjay, a little ass. Anyway, you're right out there. Right? You see yeah. what I'm saying? Are you with me? Oh, I thought you were kind of on your tummy with your butt poking up. Wait a minute. Let, let me just think about that for a minute. He's, he's exploring all of Narnia, as I like to call it. The magical <laughs> land. He's, uh, he's right there. He's in the wardrobe. He's in Narnia. And he's all- Those are some big doors. <laughs> nice knockers. Check so- out that wardrobe. <laughs> I could get lost in that wardrobe. Oh, my God. Wow, it's lined with cedar. (laughs) He said to me, wow, nice toenails. And I said, wait till you see my vagina. I freaking lost it. I've never seen a doctor lose his composure like that. Even Dr. Johnson, after my little boy, like, was like, Dr. Johnson, Dr. Penis, ha, 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 didn't lose it the way that this guy lost it. It was pretty funny. That's awesome. It was pretty funny. So, yeah, a little Lyme disease. Little Lyme disease and antibiotics for 21 days. And not like wimpy little antibiotics, like antibiotics that, that activate my gag reflex. And I have a pretty good gag reflex. Not with you know, that might have been doing something else. That might have been, those might not have been antibiotics we're taking from the doctor. <laughs> oh, now this is beginning um, to sound like show 69, but it's 74. <laughs> no, it's 70. Not. Kudos to the doctor, though, by, by the way, though. I like that line. What? These are antibiotics. Yes, antibiotics. You should no, become really. a doctor. Oh, my God. And speaking of which, I went to New York last week, New York City, and. Where I found out I had Lyme disease, actually. Well, I figured ah. it out. So, um, 
But I'm there, and I went to go see Spring Awakenings. So it's the new, it's like the musical in New York that just won, I don't know, 10 Tonys or Sounds whatever. Sounds gay. It was a little, all musicals are gay, Carl. Oh, yeah. I tell you. It, it's just, it's yeah. part of the scene. But I'm there, and I'm seeing the musical. And of course, like, I'm, I'm there all alone. I'm, uh, Troy's on a conference, blah, 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 and I'm there. And they say, would you like to see the show from the stage? So I say, sure. And so they pull me up on stage to see Spring Awakenings, not letting me know that is it, it's like a live sex show on Broadway. Are you serious? I am so serious. They're like, I had like balls and ass three feet from my face. I'm totally serious. Wow. Like, yeah, it's all, it's all about spring awakenings so when minute, you're a are, teenager. Are we still talking about your visit to the doctors? <laughs> <laughs> balls and ass. It's a stage show. It's the it's wow. the medical stage show. You want to come art. on stage? Yeah. It I could just crazy. see the little Lyme diseases hopping over from the balls and ass onto <laughs> Karen, you know. No, so, Lyme disease so, comes from ticks, right? It's and I don't know what that's all about. I don't know when I was naked in the woods, but apparently questionable woods around Well, Mark Miller, um what's been happening in your life, man? Nothing. Okay, <laughs> let's move right on to the bits. <laughs> You've been busy. I mean, one of the reasons we haven't done the show is because of you, man. Yeah, you've been really busy. What have you been working on? Nothing. In other words, some new software project that he can't talk about. I got new friends. Hey, Miller, did you really get a new town? I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Did you move? I got nothing. I'm extrapolating, Miller. You did not move? Is that what you're telling? I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know, are you over your Lyme disease there, Karen? Um, are you all better? Well, I She's going to have to take antibiotics for 21 days. Right. But well, I, can, I presume you didn't get diagnosed yesterday. No, I got, I, but I did get diagnosed two days ago. Oh, okay. And he was like, I can't believe you're walking. And I'm like, what the hell? What option do I have? <laughs> Nobody was carrying me around. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, no, I'm, I'll be totally fine after the antibiotics, assuming that all goes well. But it really does kick your ass. Don't come to Connecticut. <laughs> That's my advice. That's a great answer. I like that answer. Yeah, a lot. the Lyme disease and the shootings on Bank Street. Maybe that'll <gasps> keep you away. Wait, there were shootings on Bank. I was just Two on days Bank ago, Street. Guy got murdered in front of Ernie's Cafe. Are you fucking kidding me? Second time in six months. Wow. There's a petition online to shut it down. Ernie's Cafe. Ernie's Cafe. Because apparently they keep shooting people in Ernie's? Yeah, apparently this is the second time in six months that somebody's been shot, like, in the face, dead, boom, <gasps> right on the sidewalk. Mm, that mm. is just in front of Ernie's. Why is it Ernie's fault? Uh, Well, it seems to be the gangsta hangout. And, you know, what's the deal with my daughter got her, you know, she's, like, in sixth grade, right? She got her yearbook, and some kid wrote, have a real gangsta summer. <gasps> I'm like, what the f*** is going on with kids that the like gangsta is like a thing for little suburban white kids to be cool about? It's yeah, like, you want to see a gangsta? Let's go look at this dead fucking body on the yeah. on the sidewalk. Oh, Carl, I'm sure your daughter's really gonna have a real gangsta summer. <laughs> it's really gonna happen. But the yeah, thing she is, she would if you'd get her that damn stripper pole. Exactly. The thing is, the thing is, it's really weird. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying bling. to, trying to teach her right from wrong. You know, it's like. She she like does these gang signs with her friends and she says, uh, my I'm uh you know 
cool ass witchmana or whatever you know she makes up some name and her friend goes yeah i'm roly hula or something like that and i said yes and you're also white yeah i think it, it's not as funny if you don't know that carl's daughter happens to be like the sweetest most innocent yeah she's know? like she's a little sophisticated ballerina right you know? exactly and, and so it's it's hysterical okay cool it there you know yeah I don't want to pick on the kids too much, but Richard, what's going on? Well, I'm at home for starters. I shouldn't be. That's right. You should be in uh, Karachi. Yes, Pakistan. I'm supposed to be in Pakistan. Oh. But uh, apparently had a little screw up little, with little the visa uh, troubles. You know, visa. it's kind of funny. You go to the airport without a passport, not much happens. <laughs> you go home. That's what yeah, happened. Yeah, you go home. Can't, can't do anything. Kind of passport's important these days. So you had to send your passport to the consulate to get a visa, and they didn't send it back in time, right? That's, That's right. That's the short, the long and short of it. I mean, we, and I, reason I didn't send it in earlier is that I was at TechEd with you. So, and the reason that you're going to Pakistan is, or you were going to go? For the TechEd in Pakistan. Right. For which you are a speaker. Oh, I was. I'm not to the, this year. Yeah. Oh, well. But Stevie Forte. In the middle of his session, stopped, dialed my number on his cell phone, and had everybody in the audience yell, "Where's Richard?" into my voicemail. <laughs> That's funny. hey, Carl. Ask me. Ask me how my uh, how my week has been. I did that. You, you said you got that nothing. Phone. No, no. This time, I, I I thought of something different to say. <laughs> okay, how's your week been? I got nothing, man. Jump. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I, I do. I was gonna. I'll tell you the story of my uh, my son if you want to hear it. Sure. He's a he's a he's a soccer player, oh, and uh, he's he's on an awesome soccer team. This soccer team is just destroying the competition, making everybody else cry. He's out there and he's playing a really really good team. My son's not not so good. In fact, he was on a, uh, prior to this, he was on like one of the losingest teams of in the entire history of soccer in the United States. Oh, um, Miller, don't you think that the most losingest soccer team in the United States is actually the most losingest soccer team in the world? I mean, Probably. do you think that think there's a difference? <laughs> <laughs> really? There are soccer teams in Afghanistan who kick your ass. Exactly. <laughs> and they're playing with a goat's head. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. But, but to give you an idea of how, how much the old team sucked, the total time they had the ball across just on the other side of the line in the entire season was about 22 seconds. <laughs> okay. Let alone, they didn't, nobody scored on this team. It wasn't a matter of scoring. It was just a matter of getting the ball across that middle line. Oh, man. That, that would elicit great cheers from everybody. But now he's on a team that just rocks and, and, and making everybody else cry. He's playing this other really, really good team. He's about 10 feet away from the ball. I'm telling him, I'm screaming, I'm saying, charge it, charge it, man, get in there. The other kid kicks the ball really hard, really fast, shoots off in a straight line, makes direct connection with my son's groin. Oh! <laughs> oh. He holds both his hands right around his groinal area, uh, and he's groinal. got this look on his face. And I, in my head, I'm thinking, one, two, and then he's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> My penis! And I'm like, <laughs> my walnuts. I'm like, son, son, those are your nuts, son. They're your nuts. Don't embarrass me. They're your nuts, not your. He's like, my penis! Right where it hurts most! My penis! I'm like, come on, those are your little face slappers there. It's not your penis, okay? Man, come on, let's. 
<laughs> Let's not get dad embarrassed in front of all the other soccer dads here, okay? Stop <laughs> crying that you. out. And he's just bending over my penis. <laughs> <laughs> that's there's not much else to the story other than that. <laughs> well, he's got nothing. That sort of reminds me of what happened to me this week in a weird way. Oh. Hmm. So let me just tell you about the things that I've learned this week. I've learned that whenever I go low carb, not only does my physical strength increase, but also my level of clumsiness. Oh. Hmm. I've learned that the wall mounting bracket on the television in the waiting room at the New London Jiffy Lube isn't attached very securely. Oh, man. <laughs> I learned that too. <laughs> I think Karen was doing something else. I've learned that it doesn't take much more than a rug wrinkle to send my 300-pound ass sailing across a room at high velocity. (laughs) I've learned that the crushing force exerted by my ass equals the universal gravitational constant times the mass of my ass times the mass of the television bracket divided by the length of the Jiffy Lube waiting room, squared. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) I've learned that it's a good thing there was no hot coffee in the pot when I bounced off the TV and flattened the coffee station table. (laughs) (laughs) Under which Mrs. Gremley's Chihuahua was napping peacefully. Oh, oh, no. way. Oh, not the chihuahua. Not the chihuahua. I've learned that my Blue Cross Blue Shield insurance policy does not cover removal of cathode ray tube shards from the gluteus maximus extremis. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So you had to keep it in, huh? I had to pay for it. And finally, I've learned that I'm never going back to the New London Jiffy Lube. They charge 744 bucks for a friggin' oil change. <laughs> and that's what I've learned this week. Poor Carl. Oh, brilliant. At least oh. you're expanding your mind, though. That's not the only thing I'm expanding, Miller. I like his math. His math is good. It is good. It checks out. <laughs> that's good math. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Karen. You got something? Oh, I've got... Everything. Time for everything. <laughs> She's got it all. Girl. Oh. Girl. 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 <laughs> Girl. 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 Twice on Saturdays. Yes. Saturdays. Okay. Here's. I wanted to talk a little bit about some things that have happened in the news this week. Because one event that occurred in South Carolina was Mm -hmm. a very tragic event where a naked couple had been found. Their bodies were found after they fell off a rooftop from 50 feet. I read about this. Did you read about this? And their clothing had been discarded on the roof, leading the investigators to believe that they were possibly, I don't know, having sex when they fell off the roof. And I have to say, 
As a public service announcement, here's the thing, kids. We all know roof sex is the best sex, but leave a little wiggle room. Leave a little wiggle room. That's all I'm saying. You need a little wiggle room. You need a little wiggle room. No one knows what's going to happen when things get a little crazy. When you get to bouncing, things just go wrong. I'm just saying four or five feet maybe before you and the edge of the roof. That's all I'm saying. I've been there. I know. I wonder what the conversation was like just before they jumped. Was it like, I know it would be awesome if we had an orgasm while we're falling to our deaths. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. It's really. I know what their last words were. What? Could you move a little bit to the left? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, to the left. (laughs) No, no, I said left. Other left. <laughs> yes, and Carl, you're totally spot on. Roof sex, is, not that you said this, but roof sex is the best sex. I have it to is? say, it was a whole phase. I could say maybe like 23 through 25. It was really my exclusive form of sexual activity. Well, you uh. know, I guess when you're in the city, that's one thing. But, you know, when you're in the country, goat sex is the best sex. <laughs> ah. I guess. I didn't know. Uh, I definitely have fond memories of a 40-story building rooftop in a thunderstorm. Yeah. With a this goat. Is what I'm talking about. Thunderstorms, this girl likes a little lean-to or something-something between her and the rain. But I, something, d- something. I, do like, I do like some rooftop sex, but all I'm saying is re- leave wiggle room, kids. That's my yeah, PSA. No, no roof edges. That is my PSA for the day. <laughs> and then the other thing I wanted to talk about is there's been a sort of reoccurring theme. This week, a lot of people are apparently trying to get into the Guinness Book of World Records. Uh-oh. There's the guy huh. in Times Square, and he's running on a treadmill for 24 hours and blah, 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 raising money for prostate cancer. And I think, great, have at it. Running on a treadmill, who are you going to hurt? But then there's a few more people out there trying to get into the Guinness Book. Like, for example, in Tacoma, Washington, Rebecca G. Lingbloom, she's 45, and she was arrested uh, on a DWI. And the legal limit for DWI is point. Zero eight. The average in Washington is point one five. Her limit, point five zero. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know how the woman lived through it. Really, I mean, point five zero was her. You win. Li- you two, win. Two hours after she got arrested, I don't know what I would have been when they actually arrested her. But yeah, you you win, and surprisingly, you lived. So good for you. <laughs> And your family must be very proud. That's all I have to say. (laughs) She would have been, she would have had better results if she had had sex on a roof and jumped off. Exactly. (laughs) 0.50. I mean, that's like. 0.50. That is like, yeah, she should be dead. She should be dead. Or at least pickled. You know, you could just put her in a coffin. She won't decay. Well, maybe she's bionic. I don't really know, but I'm pretty impressed that she had a 0.50 two hours after being arrested. How many drinks is that? Uh, you know what? It would have to. I, I don't know how she had that much time to put that much alcohol in her body. I mean, really, it's amazing. So I have to say, there are easier ways to get into the Guinness Book. I'd <laughs> also point out they busted her for drunk driving, right? So oh, she drank yeah. that much and then found her car keys, found her car, and made it move far enough mm. for a police officer to say. Hmm, now, Campbell, something is wrong. I'm going to guess that you're wrong. I'm going to guess that she actually, for that to have happened, would have had to get in the car, put the 
turn the keys in the ignition, then drink, 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 and then actually go forward. I don't see any other way for that to happen. That's amazing. She was drinking in the car. Yeah. Yes. I agree with Karen. It had to have happened. It had to have happened that way. But anyway, all I'm saying is, and maybe this is a continuation of my PSA, but Rebecca, you know what? Throw something really far. There are easier ways to get into the Guinness Book. <laughs> there are easier ways. Eat hot dogs. But eat hot dogs. I don't care. Pogo what stick. Do. Wear a lot of socks. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Do whatever. Have the world's biggest pillow fight. Do something fun, Rebecca. But this, <laughs> it's not the way to do it. No, no, Rebecca. So let's no, no. move. Let's move to uh, India. Because in New Delhi, there was another group of people trying to get into the Guinness Book of World's Records. Dr. Marujasan, him and his wife, Dr. Marujasan, they videotaped their 15-year-old son's cesarean section surgery in an attempt to get his name in the Guinness Book. Wait a minute. What's the record? Cesarean? Uh, There is no record, Campbell. What is that, like... Couple of with the poorest taste. Yeah, exactly. Stupidest parenting move ever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but they did it. And, and, and yeah, well, there's a couple things I want to know about this. Like what possessed them to think that recording <laughs> that their 15 year old son should perform surgery? Uh, who will ever know the answer to that? But really to me in this story, the most intriguing question is, who was the woman who said, sure, Doogie, have at it. Perform a C-section on me because I want to be right there in the Guinness Book with you. Who was that? Who would do that? I mean, that's really the, the biggest question here. So all I'm saying is there are lots of ways to get into the Guinness Book. But, you know, these ways that are like, you know, most needles inserted into your body, most cinder blocks piled on your chest. I have to say kids. No, don't do that. What kind of f***ed up childhood did you have? Who didn't read you a bedtime story? (laughs) Who didn't love you enough that you need to pile heavy objects on you to be notarized in a book of world records? That morning when your mother told you you couldn't have another pancake. Right. That's what it was. That was the turning point. Karen's making me feel awkward again. Really? (laughs) Miller, there's other ways. There's a different path, Miller. Well, you you know, don't have to do all that. Guinness Book is so old hat nowadays. It's like you want to get on Dig or you, you know, YouTube, YouTube or something. And man, it's very easy to get on YouTube. All you got to do is take a movie of your asshole or yeah. something nice. stupid like that. Right? I should have had a camera in the doctor's office. <laughs> I'm taking these fucking cinder blocks off right now. <laughs> 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 uh, that feels much better. So that's all girl is this week, kids. All I'm saying is if you want to get into the Guinness Book, play a banjo really fast. But, you know, let's not go further than that. Yeah. And that's- yeah. That's girl. <laughs> girl. 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 <laughs> See how long I last? It's a long girl. time. She laughs girl. and laughs and laughs. I'm like a... I'm like a uh, Lollipop? What's that? No. A Tootsie Pop. Yeah, that's... How that's, many licks does it yeah, take to okay. get <laughs> to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Hey, Carl? I opened that Carl? whole thing without Carl? even realizing about the licks. Yes, Miller. Hey, Carl for, Carl, for the next show, can we write a song about Karen? She's got amazing gag reflex. <laughs> <laughs> She's like a Tootsie Pop. Something like that. Can we do something like that, Carl, please? 
takes 120 we- licks or three bites. Uh, one or the other. Yeah. Okay. She's okay, up a uh, look up in the sky. Is it a bird, a plane, or Karen on the roof? You know, something like that. <laughs> okay, can I tell you a little story about that though, actually? Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Here we go. Speaking of stories that should be edited, and you can feel free to edit it, but I just okay. it's very funny. Um it happened one time, like in that whole period of time, like twenty four years old. Uh with the stripper boyfriend, remember? I think I've mentioned him before. So yeah. anyway, stripper boyfriend, roof sex, long story short, didn't realize there was like a a, a restaurant, a rooftop restaurant kind of in the vicinity. Oh. Yeah. And so- In a skylights, maybe? <laughs> no. Here's the you thing. rolled over onto a skylight. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, the rooftop restaurant was like actually across the way. We just had no idea. I don't oh, know. You look weren't at, looking out yeah, the window. Look there. at the stars. Don't look at the freaking restaurant ten and, feet away. And I bet they also had those binoculars that you put a quarter into and then you could like zoom in to no, like see. Thankfully no, but here's what I gotta say. Whole event finished. Applause. <laughs> <laughs> totally serious. Even oh, one might say a standing O. Awesome. That's pretty good. Brilliant. Yeah, isn't that a funny? Standing we were like, <gasps> I am so proud of you, Karen. I left Wiggle Room, Miller. And and I want to say one word to Karen's teenage daughter, who's now listening to old reruns of Mondays. <laughs> Don't it. do what your mother did. <laughs> we are very ashamed of her. All do of us. as she says, not as she does. There Just you go. Trust us. Not. The girl is the exact opposite of me. That's it. Oh. Whew. Wow. Anyway. It's been so long, wow. I forgot how to segue. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. So, Mark Miller. Carl Franklin. You got some people dumber than me. Yes, sir. Is it true? Is it true? Is it true? It's time for Dumber. I don't know if you could top uh, show 69, but uh, we're going to try here. This is where Mark Miller finds all the people that are dumber than him making the news. He figures if they're also dumber than him, they might be dumber than you and will therefore make you feel a little bit better about yourself. Kids, by the way, if you end up believing that the dumber than me on show 69 beats the crap out of this one, well... Just consider this a palate cleanser for show 71. Nice. <laughs> it is the sorbet of dumber than me. Mm, that is correct. I'm, re- I'm going to feel so refreshed. <laughs> refreshed. I've been wanting to feel really refreshed for a while now, actually. Can I use that? Can I use that? Refresh like me that. some more. Oh, I'm so refreshed. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Okay, sorry, Very refreshed. That's one of those happy accidents. Hold on, I have to shift around and debone myself after Karen's life story. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, I'm good. Take your bone out. <laughs> Is that the 15-year-old guy, Doogie Hauser? Doogie Hausenstein? If you cut into the bone, just cut it all the way and take it out. Take the bone out. How did he get in the studio, man? <laughs> No, no, put it back in. Put the bone back in. No bone for you. <laughs> now take it out again. No, put it back in. Put No, no, to the left. Put it in on the left. Yeah, see, Karen, I bet you never had a stripper boyfriend that sounded like that. <laughs> you took not. out the wrong bone. See, you haven't lived. You haven't lived until you had uh, bone sex with some kid who operates on people on a roof. On a roof with a goat. 
All right, Mr. Miller. <laughs> Today's story is called The Adventures of Senior Hector and Psycho Ex-Girlfriend Lady. <laughs> That's gotta be good. This story was submitted, by the way, by Monday's listener, Katie Campbell. Katie wanted us to know that although this event occurred in her home state of Ohio, Katie claims that most people from Ohio are not this dumb. <laughs> now, this Thanks fact is unfortunately not backed up by the 2004 presidential election. So we'll, <laughs> so we'll just have to rely upon Katie's testimony until we see further proof. Oh. Senior Hector led a very stressful life for a dog. He had a, he had a rash. He was losing his hair. And the word around town was that Senior Hector had a run-in with some nasty pussy. Oh. Oh, oh no. Oh, Miller. Kind of like we're back in Denang all over again, eh, Carl? <laughs> oh, Miller. Oh, come oh, on, guys. Miller. Try to be mature. I'm talking about that tabby cat we saw in Denang, Carl. The owner had had somehow managed to train this tabby in the martial arts. What? You remember, Carl, that tabby cat with the black belt in karate? We saw it on stage at the banana bar right after eating those yummy brownies sold by the locals. <laughs> Hi-ya! Meow! Slamming her little kitty head on those concrete bricks, <laughs> flipping all those other cats in a massive cat brawl. Those other cats didn't stand a chance, what with Peaches having a black belt. Oh. Hi-ya! Wah! Oh, man, I thought I'd seen everything. As Peaches was cleaning up the last of the riffraff feline, some stagehand tosses in a big and mean-looking alley cat, landing right behind Peaches. I scream out, Oh, no, Peaches, look out behind you! But Peaches doesn't move. Her back is facing the mangy alley cat, who's done that little claw-ching thing that cats do. You know, Carl. <laughs> Okay. They clench their paw, and you didn't hear that ching thing. And the next thing you know, that adamantine claws come out, and they're scratching your balls right through your pants. <laughs> Holy crap, do I hate it when that happens. <laughs> the alley cat looks ready to open a can of tender vittle whoop-ass born from the mean streets of Da Nang. I can't, I can't help myself. I scream out again like a little girl, Peaches, you cute little martial arts kitty. For the love of Egyptian cat gods, please turn around. <laughs> but Peaches doesn't move. Slowly, she reaches into her little cat ghee and pulls out a tiny pair of cat nunchucks and proceeds to bust a nunchuck cap in the ass of that alley cat. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yes, I did. Peaches, the numchuck and pussy was swinging and slamming those sticks like a, like a, like a porn star in a dildo balloon factory. Porn <laughs> star in a dildo balloon factory? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh -huh. I guess I'm pushing that metaphor thing again, aren't I? A little bit. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try to watch that. Is there that. really a dildo balloon factory, though? <laughs> Field now trip. she's curious. I smell road trip. That's <laughs> 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 oh, so f***ing funny. I think I'm going to die, man. <laughs> I smell road I trip. <laughs> I cannot tell you how to make that funny. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe now would be a good time to 
tell the listeners about my new money-making venture, the Mark Miller School of Martial Arts. You know, franchises <laughs> still are available. Uh, not now, Mark. Oh, come on, Carl. We did that segment last week on show 69. <laughs> right. At any rate, there appears to be compelling evidence to suggest that Senior Hector had his little chihuahua doggy butt whipped by a big mean cat local to the neighborhood. <laughs> oh. oh, man, if only Peaches, the martial arts kitty, was there, protector of cat and dog alike, slayer of evil, and master of all numchuckery. <laughs> Nunchuckery? Numchuckery. <laughs> then Senor Hector would have had to face such awful doggy humiliation on the mean streets of Toledo. <sighs> Toledo. And on, <laughs> and on top of all this, Senor Hector was a chihuahua. Well known for being one of the most stressed out breeds of dog on this planet. Especially at Jiffy Lube. <laughs> so to help this balding, rash-scratching, wound-licking, stressed-out canine, Jerry Dalton, owner of Senior Hector, and also the owner of Jerry's Pub in Toledo, Ohio, asked his son to watch Senior Hector. Ah. Big mistake, Carl. Yeah. Because Mr. Dalton's son had only days before broken up with his now clearly psycho and very ex-girlfriend, who was <laughs> who was hell-bent on extracting revenge. Uh-oh. <laughs> Mr. Dalton, Jr., tied Senior Hector's leash to his porch and Uh-oh. went inside. Uh-oh. Meanwhile, on the other side of town, at the same time, psycho ex-girlfriend, Miss Letitia Hill... Pause the Fatal Attraction DVD right in the bunny in the spot scene. (laughs) She grabbed a roll of bright orange duct tape and a mysterious shoebox loaded with electrical wires and headed out to the car. Uh Oh, Oh, man. That can't be good. At around the same time, Mr. Dalton Sr. and his wife, Fanny. Okay, wait a second. You know, it's moments like this that I should probably emphasize that with a name like Fanny, you're probably thinking I made all this up. (laughs) Folks, you cannot make this shit up. (laughs) Einstein is even backing me up here. His most famous theory being that while there appears to be a limit to how smart you can be, there's no limit to how dumb you can be. (laughs) (laughs) folks we're in the dumber than me zone you should know this by now there's simply no limit on how dumb things can get anyway mr dalton and his wife fanny roundbutt dalton oh man Uh oh oh come on that was her real name i'm not making this shit up okay (laughs) (laughs) whatever (laughs) her middle name was roundbutt uh, actually, she had two middle names. Mark. Her full name was Fanny Roundbutt Plump Ass Backdoor Humpin' Dalton. <laughs> oh, Miller! <laughs> Jesus. Here we go. Here we go. At least, yeah. But friends just called her Fanny. Fanny Butt. That was nice of them. <laughs> hey, I can't get sued if they sue Pop, pop Productions, right? Right, Richard? Yeah. I'm pretty safe. Okay, good. At any rate, it was around this time when Mr. Dalton and his wife opened the doors to Jerry's Pub, and the regulars started to trickle in. While attending to personal hygiene issues in the bathroom, 
Amazing Tales of Pooh. One story. One! (laughs) Jesus Christ, oh friggin' mighty with you in the poo. Okay, while attending to personal hygiene issues in the bathroom, Mr. Dalton's son had heard a noise on the porch. After washing his hands with soap and warm water, he went out to the porch to investigate. Finding only Senior Hector's leash. But no, Senior Hector. Oh no. Across the field, he saw dust kicked up by a car driving away at high speed, and that car looked a lot like the one of his that his psycho ex girlfriend drove. Oh no. Remarkable coincidence, eh, Carl? Hmm. Carl, your line is okay, I admit it, I really did f Karen's goat. <laughs> That's your line. You I know it seems me. like it doesn't have anything to do with the story, but it'll it'll all fit in in a second after you say it. It's not a trick this time. I swear. All right, we'll pretend he said it. Back at Jerry's pub, Mr. Dalton gets a call. Guess who, Carl? Who? It's it's psycho ex girlfriend lady. She informs Mr. Dalton that she has dog-napped Senior Hector, plus her ex-boyfriend's dog, (laughs) another dog, who authorities have still not named, no doubt to protect an underaged canine. Mm. Mm. Now, kids, I just want to let you know that the team of crack investigators here on the Dumber Than Me show don't let little things like facts get in the way of good reporting. (laughs) (laughs) So I sent listener Katie Campbell an email. Asking for her measurements, a color photo, and the name of the unnamed doggy. Unfortunately, Katie only sent the name of the doggy. Like anyone really <laughs> cared about that anyway. <laughs> so what was the name of the boyfriend's dog? What are you asking me for? <laughs> oh, geez, I don't know. Hold on. It's here on my desk somewhere. Oh, here it is. Senior Jesus. Jesus. Bless you. <laughs> so anyway, Mr. Dalton asked to speak to his dog. Mark has turned into Shecky Green today. What is this all about, man? <laughs> so anyway, Mr. I have no idea who Shecky Green is, by the way. <laughs> I don't get out much, you know. He's probably now you Jewish do. Guy. Now you do. So anyway, Mr. Dalton asks to speak to his dog. No. But Miss... But Ms. Hill says, Senior Hector can't come to the phone right now. (laughs) (laughs) He's chowing down on some Taco Bell. Psycho Lady adds that she's in a threatening way that she's forcing both dogs to drink extra black coffee. And that she wants $50 each to guarantee the safe return of the dogs. That's $100 total ransom, kids. Wow. A hundred bucks. Sorry, Carl, I'm just getting a little choked up. It's just so, <laughs> en- it's so endearing. To, to win back the love of her life, psycho ex-girlfriend lady kidnaps and threatens to kill a pair of doggies, one of which, I, I don't want to say which one, is a doggy who has some mental issues of his own. Isn't that right, Senior Hector? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Dalton gets a call from his son on the other line. Mr. Dalton asks psycho lady if she can hold for a moment. According to police reports, Ms. Hill responds, quote, uh, okay, unquote. <laughs> Switching to the other line, Mr. Dalton's son confirms Senior Hector is in fact missing. 
However, according to police reports, the other dog, Senior Jesus, is totally safe and still with a son who tells his dad, quote, I can see him now. He's outside doing his business, unquote. <laughs> For some reason, I have a hard time picturing Jesus taking a crap on some guy's lawn. Oh. I, I, just, I just can't quite get that mental picture. Amazing Tales of Pooh. That's going to attract some fan mail. There you go. There's some love right there. What? What? What I say? What? What? <laughs> what? Nothing. All right. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I don't know what I'm saying. I have no is, idea. Is Mr. Dalton switches back. <laughs> what did she say? Did you ask if I'm playing with myself? <laughs> fighting. <laughs> fighting with yourself. <laughs> fighting with myself. But if you're playing with yourself, we want to know that too. Yeah. That, definitely. You know, I am actually doing both right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, ow, that hurt. Oh, that's good. Oh, that wasn't so good. Use the left hand. <laughs> left, right, left, left, right. Right hook. Oh, Mr. Dalton switches back and tells. What the hell was that? Welcome to Mark Takes Acid. <laughs> Sorry, Miller, go on. Mr. Dalton switches back and tells Miss. Miss Hill, he knows she really doesn't have senior Jesus and that there's no way she's getting a hundred dollars. That's when psycho ex-girlfriend lady flips and says, if she doesn't get paid, she's going to blow up his bar. Then Mr. Blow Dalton, here's a bar, blow up his bar, screw the dog, go for the yeah. bar. Yeah. Then Mr. Dalton, here's a click and the line goes dead. He then steps into the back room to reveal the gory dog napping details to his very horrified Fanny. Deciding the conversation with his ass was going absolutely nowhere. Mr. Hello, is this thing on? Deciding the conversation with his ass was going absolutely nowhere. Mr. Dalton thought it might be best to also reveal the dog napping details to his wife, who coincidentally was just as horrified as his ass was when it originally was informed about the dog napping. <laughs> And just when you think it can't get any worse, kids, it's time to cue the high-speed dumber-than-me camera. That's right, kids. When dumb is flying faster than two synaptic particles colliding in the vast, vast emptiness of the presidential brain. That's, <laughs> that's when you need the high-speed dumber-than-me camera. Recording at an amazing rate of 60 frames of stupid per second. Virtually no act of dumb escapes. <laughs> So pan that camera right, kids, as the pub doors now fly open in slow motion. Bright light from outside floods the bar. The strung-out silhouette of a tightly wound, highly pissed-off and clearly spurned woman forcefully steps into the bar like she's about to bowl a ten-pin strike. <laughs> uh, you know what? I just realized I should probably translate that for my Canadian friends up north. An uh, upset lady who lost her toque uh, she steps in and she's, uh, she looks like she's going to curl past the broom to create some deadly back ring weight in the land of double, double and two, four, there'll be no hogger for this cougar pack and a brutal beaver. Eh? Hey? <laughs> oh, that's great. And a beer in a tree. Psycho ex-girlfriend is holding something bright orange in her stretched back hand. She's shouting something. Eat this, Dalton. 
Sorry about that, kid. Sometimes the high-speed camera records a few too many frames of dumb per second. (laughs) (laughs) Psycho Lady's psychotic arm swings forward. The object release looks quite dangerous. The disturbing mass slowly spins closer. Loose wires, electronics, rechargeable batteries, a countdown timer, spinning slowly, all fastened with bright fluorescent orange duct tape to a highly caffeinated and extremely freaked out little chihuahua named Senor (laughs) Hector. (laughs) Who, as a result of the ordeal, had no doubt lost any remaining hair in that rash? Well, bad news, kids. That rash had probably spread across his entire little doggy body by now as well. (laughs) Making matters worse, Senior Hector could not scratch because his little doggy paws and his little doggy mouth were securely bound with the duct tape. Oh, Oh, uh, the poor little puppy. You do not have to be a PETA pusher to know that that has got to suck, Carl. A what? Being all itchy and no way to... Peta pusher. Did you say Peta pusher? He did. Yeah. Like P E T A. Yeah. Yeah. Like people for the ethical treatment of animals. Okay. Mm-hmm. This joke explanation has been brought to you by Karen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just part of my new PSA career. There we go. We now that return you to your joke? regular scheduled gag. I was wondering how you would how you would actually push a dog with bread. That's what I was wondering. So. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the e in the eye. Uh, so I, I, I thought there was a whole Taco Bell connection here. <laughs> was it <laughs> really a gordita? That would be Yo a taco pusher. Taco <laughs> Sorry, Meyer. Being all itchy and no way to relieve yourself, spinning out of control with only a small strap-on bomb to break your fall. Jeez. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Needless to say, the bar patrons panicked. <laughs> yeah. Fanny Dalton fled out the back door when, quote, a device suddenly flew in through the open bar door. Mr. Dalton told authorities, quote, we didn't know what the heck it was, unquote. (laughs) Well. Mr. Dalton said a piece of cheese and a picture of his son was hanging around the dog's neck. Oh. You see that, Carl? This lady was truly disturbed. Psycho. Sure. I can see sticking a picture of the ex-boyfriend on the dog. But cheese, that's a sign of a truly disturbed individual. <laughs> I don't care how you slice it. That's just f***ing, f***ing wrong. <laughs> Yo quiero más queso. <laughs> I mean, seriously, kids, you can eat cheese. <laughs> Carl Schwarzinski, 52-year-old man who says he lives next door to the bar, managed to catch the flying chihuahua while the rest of the patrons fled the scene. Mr. Schwarzinski shouted to the folks in the back, It's okay. I'm pretty sure it's only Velveeta. (laughs) (laughs) Too funny. As the patrons returned and unbound the now supremely agitated Senior Hector, Hey, Carl, did I mention that his eyes were popping out like golf balls from all the coffee? (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Golf ball eyes. Anyway, while the good folks at Jerry's Pub unbound the dog, someone came to their senses and called the cops. It wasn't long before police arrested psycho ex-girlfriend lady at her home and charged her with inducing panic, cruelty to animals, and misappropriation of cheese. 
Oh. <laughs> That's the worst. I did not know this, Carl. Apparently in Toledo, they have laws designed to protect dairy products from abuse. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain a hell of a lot, wouldn't it? Yeah. A hell of a lot. Ms. Hill is currently hanging out in a Toledo jail cell in lieu of a $3,000 bond. Right. Let's Crazy see. One. A spool of 18-gauge electrical wire, $4. Roll of orange duct tape, $3. Rechargeable batteries for your environmentally friendly and totally hairless Chihuahua bomb, $12. (laughs) (laughs) Chihuahua bomb. Chihuahua bomb. Let's recharge the batteries. We want rechargeable batteries in our bomb, don't we? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Asking $50 for ransom for the dog you didn't take? Priceless. (laughs) (laughs) So, Ms. Hill, you dog napping, caffeine injecting, wire cutting, duct tape wrapping, ransom requesting, chihuahua chucking, cheese hater. (laughs) <laughs> you ma'am are dumber than me yes, yes you are, are. that still Ooh. wasn't as good as show 69 though <laughs> but a lovely sorbet it was sorbet it was sorbet it was like a raspberry sorbet i think well maybe lime, lime i think in honor of karen it's lime flavored sorbet <laughs> in celebration of dirt disease right yes there you go. yes Lime flavored sorbet. Mm, mojitos. Old lime flavored. <laughs> Tequito Taco Bell. Mm. It's not gonna, like I'm going to say those those suckers at Taco Bell. I mean, maybe we could go after them. <laughs> Why? Why must we persecute Taco Bell? Do you know I've yes. never actually eaten at Taco Bell ever in my whole no, life. No, no, no. I mean, That's I mean, why you don't want to persecute them. Try to get them to sponsor our show. Yeah, yeah I think it. that seems likely. <laughs> not too likely. We had a Wasn't Taco story. Bell the ones that had all the crazy, we'll give everybody in the world a free taco if, the, you know, Barry Bonds hits a ball out of the park and it lands in this ring? I don't remember that. I don't yeah, remember that Taco either. Bell was taking a bunch of those goofy things. And it'll be one day free tacos for everybody if they mm. could this happen. It never happened. I remember they had a campaign to give everybody E. coli. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's true. I remember that. Just in case Mark hasn't put the Taco Bell guys off, you pull out the E. coli card. Uh, I'm just reporting the news. This is actually what happened. Should we talk about (laughs) Wendy's and the finger? Because that'll get them off the list for permanent. Now, I got a question about the Lyme disease rash. So it's like a circle, right? Well, like okay, a red circle with a dot happened. in the middle. So basically, you have a Target logo on I your ass. I have a Target on my ass. But let me tell you how it was discovered. <laughs> because in my house. <laughs> hey, you have a Target on your ass. <laughs> and then applause breaks out from the restaurant across the way. <laughs> yeah, one of no. the patrons passed a note. By the way. <laughs> Please have that looked at. Don't look northwest. <laughs> I don't want to be rude, but you've got a circle on your ass. I'm a doctor. You might want to check that out. <laughs> and I do believe you need to have that checked. Um, no, 
No, in my house, like, you know how I said I thought 69 was overrated? Well, the definition in my house for 69 is when I say, like, do you want a 69? It means, do you want to sit on one end of the couch and I'll put my feet in your face and you put your feet in my head face <laughs> and we'll rub each other's feet? Like, that's, there you go. that's as good as it gets for yeah, that particular that's, activity in my house. That's what happens when you're 40 and married. Exactly. Wow, I am very not 40. Romantic. Okay, you, 42. Franklin. All right, 42, 42. I'm sorry. Mel- you know what, Franklin? I know where you live, you and I'm not what? afraid to bomb it. <laughs> Karen, I'm sure that was a hypothetical. He was, he was talking about something else, I'm sure. I have an infectious ass right in the same room as you. <laughs> that is no, not the well, first time that that's happened. Remember Danang, Carl? Danang, <laughs> <laughs> again. Again with the Danang. Well, Richard, I think it's up to you to save this show. Oh, there's nothing that can save this show. Now it's time for Richard the Toy Boy. That's right. This is where Richard Campbell finds the weird, the wild, the wonderful, the toys. Good and bad. And I got a feeling they're bad today. Oh, it's mostly bad. It's definitely a high bad ratio today. Because, you know, I, I got a little barbecue fixation. And I would like to point out that I have a 15-pound brisket in my fridge at this very moment. I have one in my that pants. It's so hot. 15 <laughs> pounds, baby. <laughs> and I got some hickory with its name on it. I got some hardwood, too. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, you and I have a lot in common tonight. You know what? Yeah. Dedicated Monday's listeners will remember that you have a barbecue thang. I have yes. a thang. Because there. you're a man who likes his meat charred. I like and to cook meat in outside with fire. All right, Richard, what's up? Oh, okay, I'm going to do the barbecue toy first just to get it out of the way because, you know, I got a little barbecue reference there, and I only had one, and, well, by golly, it's a bad toy. It's at shrinkster.com slash Q7H. That's Quebec 7 Hotel. And from the fine folks in the U.K. at Prezi Box, it is the Q-Bag for barbecues. Now, this is six pounds. Six pounds for a foil pouch with a window on it. Huh. huh. Okay. Now, six pounds. That's like $12. Hmm. Now, the whole idea is here you can cook a whole other range of foods, right? I can put potatoes. I can put fish. I can put mussels. I'm looking at all the pictures here, right? All these different things inside this bag, and it steams them because they're packed in a bag. Now. Hmm. Sparky, come here. Right over Sparky. here. Sparky. Come here, Sparky. Let me tell you something. Is he talking to me, Sparky? Sparky. <laughs> yeah. You can get a piece of foil, and you can fold it in half, and you can turn up the edges and make the same thing. Campbell, 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 you don't have a window. Who cares about, who wants to look at the food? I like Just, to look at my food as oh, it changes chemical composition. I would, I would point out that that plastic is probably dripping dioxins into your food. Hey, well, Sparky. Mm, dioxins. Hey, Sparky. <laughs> hey, Sparky. <laughs> come here. Sparky, come here. You can get some foil. You can bend it over and fold it and tear a f***ing <laughs> hole in it and see your f***ing food. Okay, <laughs> Sparky. Hey, Sparky, come here. They also hey, sell, Sparky, like, here. 12 foil, like, heavy-duty foil bags for, I don't know, like, three bucks. Yeah. You know, I don't know why we're drawing the line at foil bags when we can buy a bottle of water for a dollar fifty. Water. <laughs> water. 
Have we forgotten the ridiculousness of water in a bottle? Speaking of ridiculousness, and just so that I make sure none of you are hungry anymore, shrinkster.com slash Q7I. That's right. Quebec 7 Indigo. A fine Swedish product that has now been imported into the United States. It is the Nose Frida. Ew. Now, what is the Nose Frida, you might ask? This is a device designed. You're kidding me. Oh, no, I'm not kidding it's you. It's a glorified tissue. That's it. No, it's a straw for sucking is... snot out of your child's nose. With your mouth. With your mouth. Oh. Now, admittedly, they oh. put in bold font here. With the filter in place, the parent does not come in contact with the mucus from the child, to which I call bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. You're yeah. sucking on your child's nose. You're bound if, to get boogers you, in your mouth. If you really loved your kid, you wouldn't put that filter in the way. You just suck it right out directly. You just put your mouth right over their nose and just suck it. Really? What kind of Italian yeah, are you? Jesus yeah, Jesus Christ. Come on. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you clearly don't love your kid. It says here on the order form that the nose free to aspirator is $15. Uh, does not include filters. Filters are $45 each. <laughs> You know, whatever happened to that little bulb that you can stick up a kid's nose and go uh, and suck uh, stuff yeah. out? No, it's still around and you can that. do amazing hey, things can you, with that. Richard, can you use this on yourself? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a great picture, Mark. I really feel refreshed now. Refreshed, Stephen. Hey, Sparky. Hey, Sparky, you know, hey, Sparky. <laughs> hey, Sparky <laughs> come here. <laughs> Blow your nose. Hey, Miller, will you buy this and take a picture of you using it on yourself? Um, yeah, of course, Karen. Thank you. Jesus. For you, anything. That is so hot. Here, here, Karen, here's a picture of me sucking <laughs> some stuff out of my ass. <laughs> I, I didn't say ass, Miller. There's no ass references required. No, you're gonna suck Millie, hard, Miller. Miller, you're going to need the extension tube. That's another $45. <laughs> Those f***ers at Nose Frida, USA. God damn them. <laughs> Charging me $45 for extension tube. All right, all right, all right. Let's all right. go to oh, something man. a little more serious, a little more real. Shrinkster.com slash Q7J, Quebec 7 Juliet. Sorry, I got to pull out the less of a silly toy into more serious toys. This is the Tahoe. It's made by Embedded Fusion, and it is a small, literally like six inch across perf board that runs. The micro framework, the .NET micro framework, and that, and I'm in that little space. I'm talking about a serial port, an LCD display, and nine different buttons. Wow! So you can code in .NET, use the micro framework, and this is a device that'll implement just about anything you want. Is it the LCD display separate? I don't see if that. I mean, that, that picture on the right is that. That's not the display, is it? No, no. You see the. So you see the little picture in the there where they got the serial port on the left and the buttons on the right, and in the middle yep. is the face. Yeah, that's, that's the dis- display. Oh, you're kidding me. That is wow. the display. Two point seven inch LCD panel. Wow, that's nice. Impressive, huh? Yeah. We should talk about this on Dot and Rocks, actually. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, you know, you get into the whole development side of the micro framework, which is a whole other thing. And that thing, including uh, the the documentation and so forth, you're talking um, three hundred bucks. While you guys were doing that, I just gave Karen a little shot of that hundred thirty dollar bottle of twenty year old Christmas cake scotch like, we were talking about. It wow. goes down your throat with like ease. <laughs> it reminds me of a girl I once knew. Ah, can yes. we? 
can we save that? You know, Lawrence, can you hear me or whoever's editing this fucking show? Can we save that last clip? Add that to our collection of Karen things, please. The out of context folder. Oh, yes. Seriously, it's, it's it's very good. It smells a lot different than it tastes too. <sighs> and then Carl, I need you to do a best of Karen show where there we you just go. have these back to back clips and stories. That show will include such memorable moments as ooh, my membranes. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> I think I said that, Franklin. And then the uh, the oh my titty fucking god rant as well. You know, <laughs> you know what? Miller doing his best Karen impersonation does not make it onto the <laughs> to the clip show. <laughs> All right, All Miller. Right, wait, me- Miller. I want to hear your best Karen. Oh no, you don't. Oh yeah, I do, boy. <laughs> oh, Bring no, it. You don't. Bring it. <laughs> Come on, oh, Miller. No, you don't. I'm up having sex on on the roof with a big red ring around my ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boys. Wait. Okay. So wait, when the ring first started to appear in our, you know, '69 com- uh, configuration, um, and Troy said, "Hey." <laughs> You got this red ring. And I was like, oh, it's no big deal. Whatever. And then like several days pass and he's like, um, I don't mean to alarm you, but you still have a ring on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> ring so your so ass. he's like, just let me draw a circle around. <laughs> <laughs> Did he make a smiley face? If it gets big or not. And so I'm like, fine. So he took permanent marker to my ass. <laughs> Nice. Just and, like, and while I'm here, let me mark a few other areas that you might want to work on. Now Karen has rings around Uranus. <laughs> no, it's not quite there. It's to kind of to the side. It's we're talking left ass. Kind of like Jupiter. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, it's sorry. a one cheeker. It's a one cheeker. There you go. But, oh, I was wait. talking about a Karen toy. Yes. Shrinkster.com slash Q7L. Quebec 7 Lima. This is probably the no, this is a middle of the road cost. Oh toy. god, fifty bucks for <laughs> jingle jugs. Yeah, baby, it's the trophy rack you've always wanted. Oh, I smell housewarming present for Karen. Oh, totally, <laughs> Mount. Hang this on your hell with Billy the Bass. This is jingle jugs. <laughs> That's great. What does it play, babe? The song by Rodney Kerrigan. Titties, titties and beer. And beer. Ah, uh, titties and beer. What a great tune. <laughs> I can hear it now. Richard, no, they it. come with a motion detect mode. It's awesome. <laughs> Startled visitors when they jiggle. <laughs> come closer. What is under photo album? Oh, yeah, that's nice. Nice. Here's like a guy that. standing with a dismembered torso <laughs> of a previous model. I gotta say... The whole thing is very disturbing. Oh, it's, it's got its own play, Jingle Jugs. It's hey, called... I got a question. I got a question. Why is it that all the guys, when they hold these up, hold them up right to their chest when they hold these up in the photos? <laughs> yeah. It's not what good. What does that mean? There's one guy, There's if you scroll down, there's a guy at the Playboy Mansion. He's got them drooped down. It looks like he's he's thinking of grandma or something right now. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. Or is- where are the girls in these photos? Yeah, well, like they'd have anything to do with this. Yeah, really. Yeah. No self-respecting girl would like that on their front porch. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have a lawn sheep. Now we got jingle jugs. <laughs> <laughs> jingle jugs. 
All right, in keeping with our summertime theme, here's something you can use with your jingle jugs. It's at shrinker.com slash Q7M. That's Quebec 7 Mike. You guys okay if I stay on the jingle jug site for a little longer? That's fine. <laughs> you just let us know whatever, when you're done. Whatever floats your boat, man. Yeah, what makes you happy. So from the fine guys that I want one of those, stuff you don't need but really, really want, the water mortar. About 20 pounds, so, you know, $35, $40 U.S. This is designed to lob water balloons a substantial distance. Oh, Oh, I love it. I love it. Basically, a big black tube with a a spring system in it to fire the balloon and a nice little shoulder rest and trigger. So, at least you look intimidating. Taking your male liquid fetish to new heights. (laughs) I I was just thinking the same thing, but thought, I'm not going to bring that up with these boys. What are you going to put in those balloons? That's what I want to know. You're not going to... Really, people shouldn't know that this exists. No? No. No. You know okay. who should know that this exists is my son. My nine-year-old son should not know that this exists. This is the water mortar Johnson. Hey, look, they got a Bukaki video down here. But- <laughs> Great. Like, we need Bukaki <laughs> mentioned again. I'm going to ban certain again? words. Who said show. it the first time? Didn't no. we do a whole Bukaki show? No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, that was I'm some sorry. other show. That was, that was the other show you do with those <laughs> other guys. <laughs> some other guys. Bukaki. Bukaki. Yeah, Karen, I was there any chance you were not on Broadway? <laughs> <laughs> you were on maybe 41st Street? I don't know. No, no, it was Broadway, baby. All right, shrinkster.com slash Q7N. That's Quebec, 7 November. Fulfilling your Dick Tracy dreams, it's the folks at SMS Technology Australia and their mobile phone watch. I'll let you all catch up with this. This is a quad band GSM cell phone in a watch. Period. Correct Enterprise. Scotty Rick up here. I can't read the cue card. <laughs> you want to hear a story? You want to hear a funny story? I have a story about Girl, uh, Franklin. Uh, that is Shatner. so fucking funny, man. That is the Actually, funniest thing I've ever heard. That is. Fu- <laughs> you know why it's funny? It's because yeah. it's real. I have a friend in the .NET business that you probably know, Mark, and you do too, Richard, whose wife went to acting school and was taught by a guy who acted with William Shatner in one right. of his shows. And I won't say who it is to protect his innocence, but he told them the reason Shatner does all those pauses is because he's reading the cue cards and because he can't remember his lines and the guy's flipping over the cue cards too slowly and Shatner needs to pause to wait for the next cue card to come and that is a true story that's why he fell into that style of acting it's well, brilliant I liked it and so that was according to Tim Huckabee huh no it's not Huckabee <laughs> did I say Huckabee I'm sorry I meant uh, Roy Oshroff <laughs> I, I meant, I meant uh, Rory Blythe. Rory Blythe said that, huh? Anyway, talking about the smartphone or the smartwatch, not released yet. It's supposed to be out next month in July 2007. Like most but, toys that Richard shows us. Nah, yeah. generally I'm better than that. But this is there's two models, the M300, M500, and uh, yeah, they're, they're just coming out. So, so brand why, new. Why is cool. the buy it now button blinking yellow and so they can take your name and, and email address and send you nothing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay. Nothing. All right, what's next? Nothing. All right. This is not really a toy, but it's a fine educational site, especially for Mark, because I know it's been important to him for a long time. Shrinkster.com slash Q7O. That's Quebec 7 Oscar. And Ian's shoelace site. That's right. Even Mark Miller can learn to tie his shoes at Ian's shoelace site. This is awesome. I, I, wow. You saying I don't have to go with Velcro anymore? This is it. In fact, they actually make <laughs> shoelaces you can tie that have Velcro on them so you don't have to hold the loops yourself. Well, if they, <laughs> they have Velcro on them, why don't they just use Velcro instead Not of shoelaces? Not the same thing at all. They even have the solutions for various issues like the slipping shoelace or the crooked bow. They can teach you how to fix your shoelace tying techniques. Okay, are people really that disturbed by crooked bows? Really? Does that keep people up at night? And so here's the answer. There is the perfect shoelace tie. I just want to point out that all it took was a shoelace site to get Karen to ask the question, are people really that disturbed? That's all we needed on the internet, a shoelace site that Karen's asking about disturbed. Okay. Just want to point that out in case anybody else finds that odd. Only the disturbed, Miller. Only the disturbed find that odd. I don't think she was here for the uh, self-circumcision device. Yeah, no, that was way at the beginning. Actually, I don't even think we ever did that on Monday. That's true. I think we did it somewhere we shouldn't have. What was the name of that thing? I don't know. It's. I think no. actually that sounds familiar. <laughs> Not as familiar as the D. Oh, smart clamp. The smart <laughs> clamp. Was, the smart clamp. Okay, are you ready for the greatest toy on my list so far? This is. Wait, didn't the- they did, didn't they make a documentary on that circumcision <laughs> tool called Circumcise Me? <laughs> I think it was Supersize Me, Miller. There you super go. Okay. Size me. Different show. Sorry. But yeah, that for was some more people, with it could kind cleaners. of be the same. Yeah. Oh, okay. Man. Going to my top toy. This one will beat out the toys even from show 69. One you know. cannot live without. Shrinks wait, wait, wait. I got one more joke. Dungeon Masters? Okay, we'll go with the one more. I game. got one more joke. That that show would be sponsored by Lipton, the Briss Tea. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Oh, I'm sorry. 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 Please. Girl. Please make the Carl, bad see me man after, stop. See me after the show, Carl, and I'll show you how to keep your mouth shut next time you have an idea for, for something funny. Yeah, because you know all about that, Miller. Yeah, you're yeah. the one to teach that class, baby. Take oh, me to oh, your Oh, yeah, you're one to talk, miss. You know, I'll keep my mouth shut with my gag. No gag hey, reflex. Miller, my lips are puckered over here. Miller, I wasn't gloss. talking, Miller. Goes you want to go with me? You want to go huh? outside? Hey, you, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I did, Miller. Oh, yes. yes, I did. I've learned. Oh, no. <laughs> That for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. <laughs> Go ahead, Richard. All right. Because this is the, of the, all the toys, this is the one you'll actually give as Christmas presents. I mean, it's special. Shrinkster.com slash Q7P. That's Quebec 7 Papa. And from the site, Prank Place comes the oh. electronic. Rock, paper, scissors device. Ah, cool. There you go. You don't actually have to put up your own fingers oh, to pick. You just God. push a button. It selects for you. You know what's a little bit sad about this? That you what? can play it with yourself. There <laughs> you go. Yeah, I'm a little bit on the verge of tears right now that there's some little kid with whom nobody will play rock, paper, scissors. You'll have to scissors. buy two, though, if you want to play with yourself. You know what? There's always a cost in playing with yourself. But <laughs> the sad thing is the necessity is there. That makes me so sad. Oh, man. There you go. Well, they were thinking about you. 
Guys, if you look down on the right bottom, it's top right and below there, there's a uh, an egg separator that looks pretty interesting. Disgusting. <laughs> Wait, scroll down a little. Ew. Nice. It's called Peter Petrie. <laughs> oh, that's gross. It's a it's little fabulous. funny. Though. Yeah, it is funny. I would like that. And you would like that. I, huh? I smell another housewarming gift. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, the other one, check it out. They've got a they've got a mooning gnome. I want to totally switch it with one of my neighbor's gnomes. Went <laughs> <laughs> around stealing gnomes, replacing them with gnomes. Under a full moon. All right, Richard, what's next? All right, coming up with the stalker toy. Shrinkster.com slash Q seven Q. That's Quebec seven Quebec. I've been watching these general genre of toys for a while now, but it's taken an interesting turn. For $400, the GPS tracking device. Mm. So this thing's not a whole lot bigger than a deck of cards. Totally self-contained on internal battery. Good for a week on its own. Small enough to be hidden anywhere, and it will wow. tell you the location of the device at any given time on a web page. Hey, we could have used that on the road trip a couple of years ago. Yeah, I guess we could have. But these days, it's getting self-contained, you know, very simple, easy to share. Just drop it in somebody's purse, you know? Can you stick it in somebody's ass? <laughs> I suppose okay, save that. you could. Save that for our Karen Clip Show, please. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... If you really want to, if you really want to track somebody, chances are you want to track them. If they're having an affair, you stick it in their ass. They're going to discover it. No, yeah, I mean, go. no. I actually want this to be smaller and a teeny little chip that I can have surgically implanted in the asses of both of my kids. Oh, all right. I'm going to end this little repertoire with one really good toy because people have been asking about this technology for a while now i've found ground central for all of the answers around this collection of toys you'll be excited when you see it shrinks.com/q7r that's quebec 7 romeo the website is divination what are they selling solid state drives awesome awesome so no more screwing around boys and girls you want to buy them these people are selling them so from down to one gigabyte formats, two gigabyte formats, four, eight, 16, 32, and 64 gigabyte drives. Are these for laptops only or for desktops too? Anything you want. They come in SATA, IDE, some of the compact formats like micro ATA. So certainly there are drives for your laptop, but you can plug them into any machine at all. Well, let me just give you an idea of what these are. 64 gig for $2,999, right, $3,000 for 64 gigs. Now, I have wisely pulled up the fastest hard drive I could buy today, and that would be Western Digital's Raptor class drives. Right. Okay, 10, so those drives RPM. are 10,000 RPM, 150 gigabyte hard drives you can typically get for around $200 right now. Okay? Right. You're setting the specs for what you could expect. If you bought this drive for 200 bucks. You'd be talking about a drive capable of, well, obviously storing 150 gigs, so bigger than anything else that's there right now. Right. And obviously way cheaper. Right. The real transfer rate on a Raptor, flat out, steady transfer, uh, write transfer, write and read at the same speed is 84 megabytes a second. Okay? So that's the sustained transfer rate. When you look at all of these drives that are available from DV Nation, there is only one that is faster than that, and that is the Mtrons. They're right at the top of the list. They do 150 burst, 100 sustained. So they're only about 20% faster. Well, now, wait a minute. 
just a couple of shows ago, we did um, we you sh- you showed us like a hundred and fifty gig flash drive that was a hundred times or three hundred times faster right. than the fastest drive. But they were also they weren't necessarily the fastest drives. So a you know not necessarily the fastest drives. B not shipping. Right. Right. And C, everybody futz with the numbers. So I went and got the real, these are real numbers. These are stuff you can buy. Right, okay. Okay? So here's a drive, only about 20% faster. Now, its seek time is unbelievable. Right. 0.1 millisecond seek time, unbelievably right. fast. Compared to a Raptor, which A, is a very fast drive, right? Average seek times for reads under 5 milliseconds. Hmm. So this is still, you know, uh, 20 times faster than that. Hmm. But... A 64 gigabyte Mtron drive is nearly five thousand bucks. Yeah, for a two compared to a two hundred dollar Raptor drive. So well, it's, there you go. It's still pretty tough to ju- justify, but they, oh, and and the MTBF like durability the same. Really, Raptor is about one point two million hours, and the these uh, Mtron drives about a million hours. Wow! So they don't last longer. They're twenty times the price. 20 times faster on the seek time, but only about 20% faster on the overall transfer rate. Well, a million and a half hours is a lot of hours. And more than enough. More than enough, right. That's right. This is still, though, we're we're in the beginning of the technology, and the future is really here, though, isn't it? The prices are going to What you are looking at here, without a doubt, Mr. Miller, is the end of the spinning drive as we know it. Right. It's inevitable. So reliability is probably going to go up with these. As price is going to go down. Capacity is going to go up. Right. Yes. All, this All stuff. those things are true. Assuming and that people buy of- them now, right? Well, now people don't have to buy them much. They'll keep producing them. I mean, it, 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 there's still special case scenarios where these are ma- going to make sense. They're still not mainstream. Interestingly enough, I've been looking for the hybrid drives. Those are regular spinning hard drives with flash memory attached to them. Right. Uh, they're listed on the uh, the DV Nation site, but not available yet. So those drives still taking their time to come out. So there's a question of whether they'll ever be relevant, actually, because of the rate that the solid state disk drives are coming down. And immediately, if you can get down to smaller drives, like in the four gig and the eight gig range, these things are dirt cheap, two hundred bucks. Right. I mean, they're reasonable priced for very very fast drives. Plug directly into SATA connectors. Nothing extra required. They're very normal drives. Well, there you go. That's a show. That's a show. This is what I'm ah. saying. Bro. Guys, it's been fun. Missed you guys. And thanks for all the listeners for uh, for sticking it out and through thick and thick. And uh, it's good to know that we're, we still have people listening to us out there. Thank you. And thank you, guys. Woo! All right. See you next Get time. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Thanks, listeners, for sticking around through Karen's ass ring story, too. I appreciate that. (laughs) Thanks for being there for my ass. This show brought to you by Target. The target is on Karen's ass. (laughs) Do you think I could take the place of that little dog? (laughs) <laughs> you should see Karen wiggling her ass back and forth on the Target commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Put in the Target. Do, 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 do.